Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. It seems like we've been away forever. I mean, we've been away for a little while. It's been a week. Yeah. It was a good week. It was a good week. We enjoyed the parks. We enjoyed time together. Yeah. We enjoyed a, a special Super Bowl party. We did. A party celebration. Some I don't know what you'd call it, but yeah. A we viewing had a nice, event. Yeah, we had a nice time. Yeah. But we've got a lot of news to catch up on. Yeah. All right. We're going to start with the Disney Parks blog over in Disneyland. They hosted the uh, parade for after the Super Bowl. That's right. Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl 58 MVP, was the uh, focal point of the parade, him and his family. Uh, he got to do the What's Next commercial, which we've uh, grown to, uh, uh, you know, wait for every right. year. And uh, he and his family visited Disneyland. This is the second year he got to visit Disneyland because he was also the MVP last year. Oh, geez. So this is the first time in probably about 15 years that a Super Bowl team has repeated, that a football team has repeated as the Super Bowl winner. Uh, he also got to visit in 2020 after he won Super Bowl 54. He's doing all right for himself. He is doing okay for a young kid. Uh, so he and his family, uh, looks like they've got a little girl and a little boy, uh, his daughter Sterling and his son Patrick. Uh, visited Toontown. They also got to visit uh, with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. And of course, there were photo ops aplenty. So congratulations to the Chiefs. And uh, nice seeing Patrick's Mah- Patrick Mahomes at uh, Disneyland. Very good. You know what I did today? What's that? I swapped out my wallpaper on my computer at work. With new Disney wallpaper? With new Disney wallpaper, yeah. I had Valentine up, so I uh, I switched it out. Okay. Um, they have some new Mardi Gras wallpapers that I saw there. Um they didn't really do it for me, but okay. uh, the Disney Parks blog wants to tell you all about them. That's right. We uh, missed Mardi Gras because we were away, but they did release three new wallpapers for Mardi Gras. Uh, one is Lewis playing jazz. One is uh, Tiana and Naveen uh, serving some beignets. And the third one is a purple, green, and gold uh, diamonds, Mickey heads, and fleur-de-lis. Uh, of course, these... Uh, backdrops are all available for your desktop, iPad, and or watches and mobile devices if you just go to the Disney Parks blog and look under Screensaver Wallpapers. Right. Don't you want to know what I ended up with? Yes, I? what did you put up? Uh, it was from National Dole Whip Day. Okay. Uh, it's a Dole Whip with Orange Bird on the side there right. and some uh, some like palm leaves. It's very... Um, very summery looking. Well, you must have done that after 2 p.m. because I actually stopped in your office today and I no, saw No, it was already some, up. Oh, I saw some Mickey Valentine stuff on you your did? screen. You did? Yes. Oh, maybe it was after that then. Right. Tiana's Bayou Adventure is going to be opening over the summertime, uh, which is very exciting. And the Disney Parks blog has uh, a list of five things that you can look forward to in the attraction. That's right. Uh, you know, they don't give us days anymore. I, I think actually having dates this far out uh, just disappoints people. Right. Because it seems like things run late. So they have just decided to give us a season now. Right. Uh, they have announced that uh, at Walt Disney World, the Tiana's Bayou Adventure will open in the summer, which, if I read my calendar correctly, is between the months of June and September. September. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gives it a pretty wide range. Uh, Disneyland will open later in 2024, so they okay. don't even get a season. No, they're it's just expecting be like to December open later in 2024, 20th or something. Uh, they've also given uh, this list of five things to look for. The first one is new audio animatronic figures, and as a part of that, we've gotten our first look at the Tiana uh, audio animatronic figure that's going to be in the attraction. It's pretty cool. And as we've mentioned previously, a lot of the new animatronics have full facial features. 
Uh, they're not using projection mapping like they did with Anna and Elsa mm-hmm. um, and uh, the Seven Dwarves. Right. Uh, so these are new, uh, new animatronics. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also looking for bands in the bayou. Um, they're going to get a new swamp full of friendly critters who are musically talented. So we'll be seeing some of them there. Um, there's music from the Big Easy. Of course, we'll have some background music around the attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will be based on some Zydeco jazz music and more. And the, we'll, we'll get the return of the drop. Of course. Uh, so we get the 50-foot drop again. I didn't think they were going to be taking that out. No. No. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the drop, uh, they did start log testing this past week. We mentioned, right. I think two weeks ago, they, they were, were doing water, water testing. Right. Which water test had to be easy. You know, does the water go on? Yes, it right. works. Uh, but this was log test- testing without people. So uh, that went on last week. Uh, and the fifth thing to look for is more Tiana. Uh, and this is all about, uh, you know, it, it's about Tiana after she made her dreams come true. And we need to uh, celebrate with her, her successes. And we need to be able to realize our own dreams as well. Yes, we so. should definitely do that. I didn't realize that the seasons for the food festivals at Disney World and Disneyland were so out of sync. Yes. Uh, apparently, the... Um, Food and Wine Festival at California Adventure is beginning on March 1st, and the Disney Parks blog has a foodie guide for that. That's right. Disney Eats has the foodie guide to Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival 2024. As Cheryl mentioned, it will begin March 1st, and it will run through April 22nd. So the one thing with California is they do have some similar festivals, but their festivals are much shorter. And smaller. Uh, And smaller and out of sync with what is being done at Epcot, which is kind of like the festival center of Disney World, uh, of the probably of the Disney company. Right. Uh, So if you go to the Food and Wine Festival at California Adventure, they are food and beverages inspired by the Golden State. So a lot of uh, local uh, restaurants and Mm -hmm. craftsmen uh, share their foods. This year, there are more than 80 new items. We will go through each one of them in painstaking <laughs> detail on another show. Um, but they are bringing in some new items like the S'mores Caramel Tart and the Impossible Chicken Parm Bites. Uh, I don't know about the Impossible part, but I like chicken parm. They will also be bringing back some of their favorites like the Grilled Top Sirloin at Garlic Kissed and the Mickey-shaped macaron made with Snickers bar pieces at Nuts About Cheese. Uh, they're going to be adding some additional bookable experiences this, this year, like the Trader Sam's Tiki Mixology Seminar and a walk on Silverado Trail, which is where you'll get delicious bites and beverages and finest California wines over at the Disneyland Hotel. Okay. So uh, check out the Disney Eat section of the blog if you want more information. Very good. We're going to Disney World again in March. Yes. And uh, I know a stop that we definitely have to make, and that would be the safari, because a baby elephant was born, uh, well, not just born, it has finally debuted on the savannah. That's right. She's now two months old. Her name is Cora. She is an African elephant, and she made her debut on uh, Thursday, February 15th, which is the day we're recording the show. She's, uh, you know, coming in as a 312-pound two-month-old, so that's, uh, that's pretty big. Uh, her mother, Nadira, was also born at the Animal Kingdom, making her the first second-generation elephant in Animal Kingdom history. Aww. Uh, her father's name is Mac. He lives at the park as well. Um, the birthing process, well, the pregnancy process, was 22 months. It's wow. a 22-month gestation period. 
the Parks blog likes to talk about some of the behind-the-scenes stuff and how they get uh, ultrasounds and they check the hormone levels. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is pretty exciting. But you know what else is exciting? What? There are two more babies expected. Oh, boy. Yeah, in 2025. Awesome. So well, yeah, it takes a while. It, do, it, does, take, it does take a while. So uh, if you're headed over to Animal Kingdom, you might want to check out the safari and, and see little Cora. I can't wait. It's just so funny because she is so much smaller than her mother. And she's still three over 300 pounds. And she's pounds. over 300 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> she fits under her mother's belly at this point. Yep. Uh, which is pretty funny. So uh, welcome, Cora. Aw. The Disneyland Fire Department Firehouse and City Hall are covered in scaffolding and surrounded by construction walls. That's right. I should have mentioned that we were done with the Disney Parks blog and heading over to Disneyland for some news. Um, they are undergoing regular refurbishment at the Fire Department and City Hall. Uh, City Hall just has some scrim up. Uh, well, scrim and construction walls uh, as well as at the Fire Department. Uh, so those are right next to each other. Uh, the scrim is pretty much there to protect workers from the sun. I thought it was to hide okay. some unsightly stuff, uh, but they did mention that it is due to the sun. They're not expecting any major uh, changes to the appearances of the building. Uh, as mentioned, this is just regular, regular refurbishment. All right. A new sign has been added to the queue of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland, following reported issues with guests not realizing they're meant to sit with other parties. That's right. The new sign states that there are five guests per row. Lap seating is permitted and be prepared to sit with another party. Uh, I guess people are used to being in parties of two or three. And right. when they line up, you know, you're told to go to line four and, uh, you know, you stand next to a party of two and then the boarding happens and that party of two gets on and that party of three just sits there uh, and right. waits or stands there and waits as the case may be. So uh, this is a very popular attraction. This is one of those things where they're going to try to get maximum capacity out of it. Now, is it set up the same as in Disney World? Because I've never, don't think I've ever ridden with other people in my row. Have you? Uh, we Have went we? with a pretty big party last time. And then prior to that, it was some COVID protocols. Yeah, okay. So um, we went with a party of five last time. So that right. was the whole row. Right. There's a new popcorn bucket and sipper that have been released for Easter. That's right. Uh, they're also referring to them as the spring eggs uh, and spring baskets. It's Easter. So the spring basket Chippendale is a popcorn bucket. Uh, it is Chippendale sitting in a wicker uh, egg basket uh, with some eggs, and uh, Dale is wearing a cracked egg on his head. It looks like it looks like he just burst out of an egg. It does. Uh, and then the Donald sipper is Donald in an egg costume. <laughs> uh, so if you've ever wanted to drink a beverage out of a duck trying to be. Uh, an egg. An, an Easter egg. Uh, this Now's your opportunity. The Chippendale Spring Basket is uh, pretty expensive as far as baskets go. Well. It's twenty six seventy five. Yeah, which is just a little bit less than the um, Figment Imagination Pavilion bucket. I think that was, what, 29 Around there. Yeah. Yeah, but of course, you know, this does include regular popcorn with purchase. Um, it uh, is Chippendale causing mis mischief. Uh, very cute. Uh, the Donald Sipper is going to set you back an additional twenty six seventy five. So, uh, but that does come with a choice of your Coca-Cola bottled beverages. Uh, so uh, those are both available at various locations in the park, including churro stands. I don't know that I would pay twenty six seventy five no, for a sipper. No. And I'm sure they will make their way to Walt Disney World at some point. Yeah, a couple days. That's all the news from California. So let's head on over to Florida. The construction walls around Tiana's Bayou Adventure in the Magic Kingdom have received an update. That's right. Uh, they used to just have uh, signs stating that Tiana's Foods was coming soon. 
Um, but they re received a Mardi Gras update. So there's some giant pictures of Lewis inviting people to join the party around some musical instruments. It would be uh, a good photo opportunity. It would be a good little photo op. We did not see any of that. Uh, the walls were just their original walls uh, the way they were when, yeah, they, when they went so, up. Yeah, I think so, unless we just weren't paying attention. Right. Uh, so you are correct. This is a new photo op wall uh, because there is another posting that has a newspaper clipping uh, that says Lewis is on his way to the party, and then it tells guests to join the parade by posing in front of the umbrella or an instrument for a photo. So, uh, oh, it looks like if you pose the right like way, you're, right, you're standing uh, as part of his band. Cool. So uh, you can check that out if you're in Magic Kingdom. Now we did not see anything related to the testing of ride vehicles or no, water. No, we didn't. Uh, we did see some of the new foliage and greenery around there. Yep. And uh, it does look nice, and it I'm does. very excited to see it opening this summer. Yeah. You know, you didn't want to talk about the update on the uh, Prince Charming Regal Carousel. You know, the problem was we're looking at it and Tony's saying, wait, where is it covered? I don't really see looking at the pictures. You know what? If we can't even see it in the pictures, it's not news. Well, it's undergoing some refurbishment, but I think the fun part of our uh, week last week was the fact that the carousel was uh, <laughs> closed because of a code V. Yeah. Uh, housekeeping had to, well, I guess housekeeping, it's not housekeeping, it's not a hotel. The janitors. The janitorial services had to come on and clean the ride because I think someone uh, hurled a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> too which, much? Which, which, which can't be fun. How much is, is not I guess too much. any is, right. is too much. Exactly. Uh, but they did have to close the attraction down. Uh, they were not allowing anyone in line, and then we just went back, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, and everything was good. I got to ride the carousel. Yes. While we were uh, in the parks, we took the time to take the Epcot monorail, which is kind of cool because it shows you all the construction of Communicore Plaza as you're going mm -hmm. by. Um, the Communicore Plaza stage has actually been updated with some Spaceship Earth theming. That's right, and that's the uh, the whole story. Uh, we know that Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza – uh, will be opening at some point in 2024. We did see a lot of the construction going on because uh, that overhead view is pretty great. The the uh, monorail also gives you a great view of the uh, way of water. Uh, yeah. You can see some of that uh, from the above. The way of water? Way of water? Mm -hmm. Journey of water. Yeah. <laughs> Journey of water. I think way of water. Wasn't that like one of the Avatar movies? It could be. Yeah. Um, so uh, can, uh, construction progress continues there. They are putting in some lighted pavement in the area. Uh, we saw the new lighted pavement in work uh, a little bit more. I think we were, we were in that section yeah. uh, near Dreamers it Point, and it looked good. Yeah, uh, It looks nice. It's a, a very stunning area at night, and I'm sure that once Communicore Hall uh, opens up, it will uh, just add to, the, add to the fun and excitement. Very good. We also took a little bit of a walk back behind Canada, uh, behind the Hotel du Canada, Um and it's not quite done. Right. Well, we couldn't go past the Hotel du Canada. Normally, there is a walkway that lets you go up the stairs and then past the Hotel du Canada as you're heading into the Circle Vision Canada film. Uh, that is still blocked off. Uh, they have removed a lot of the scaffolding uh, around the area, but the building refurbishment has not been completed. So if you do want to go back and check out the movie, you have to go around the back way by La Cellier. It's a nice little garden. There's a waterfall pretty, back yeah, there. Very pretty. Uh, I think it's a little hidden gem area. Um, unlike our other hidden gem that we like to talk about in the United Kingdom pavilion, right. uh, which you know we've mentioned before, that little garden area back there where there's a bandstand, how nice and quiet of an area it is. Well, that was not the case this no, trip. No, it was so busy. I think everybody knows about that area now. Yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, there's just not enough places, like, to sit. You know, there's a few benches, but not 
not all that much. Right. Um, so yeah, I walked over there with my fish and chips, made the little journey over and thought I would sit on a bench and there were so many people there. I and you were to... joined by about 400 of your yeah, closest friends. Yeah, I snagged a bench spot in the hot sun and then immediately had some people sit next to me. So it wasn't the best. And maybe they weren't excited to sit next to you. Maybe not, but they did it anyway and they did have a choice. Uh, all right, so the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival is getting ready to start. Can't wait to go see it. Um, they've actually started putting in some of the elements, including the Tinkerbell topiary. That's right. The Tinkerbell topiary uh, is one of the first topiaries to be set up. I think the first one they set up this year was a butterfly. Um, of course, Tinkerbell is over in the UK. It's right next to the Yorkshire County Fish Shop, which is one of your favorites. Um, we've seen some prehistoric stuff come in as part of the prehistoric garden. Uh, a lot of the other topiaries, I know the Toy Story topiaries are in, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves topiaries are in over in Germany. Uh, so uh, they're underway. They're getting ready for the festival. The International Festival of the Arts runs through the 19th of February. Uh, and then the International Flower and Garden Festival will begin on February 28th and run through March 27th. So excited. I can't wait. Part of the Flower and Garden Festival is some concerts that they call the uh, Garden Rocks Concert Series. Disney has updated the lineup for that. That's right. That happens over in the America Pavilion. Uh, there have been some new acts announced. Uh, Modern English on March 15th and 16th. Crowder on April 7th and 8th. Finesca on May 6th and Lit on May 24th and 25th. Uh, this is pretty much what I consider uh, to be the casino circuit because a lot of these bands are the bands that usually come to play at your local right. casino uh, for sometimes free uh, when they play in those areas. But uh, lots of good old music and some, I guess, some new music. Some of these artists are, are pretty new. Or, yeah. I know Lit is pretty new. We just found out that we're going to be seeing Rick Springfield uh, and Berlin when we're down there between March uh, 8th and 11th. Little, so those will be fun. I'm a little bummed we're missing uh, Richard Marks. Oh, maybe maybe next time. Okay. The Disney Eats Instagram page shared a first look at some new food items and slushies that are going to be available at the Ice Cold Hydraulics kiosk in Hollywood Studios. That's right. That's over on Grand Avenue. You may know it as the Muppets Courtyard. Uh, and they did release some new, a look at their new food. They're going to be serving candy-painted cinnamon rolls, which are minimum, uh, minimum, <laughs> mini cinnamon. That could be a new thing. Minimum, minimum rolls. Yeah. Uh, those are mini cinnamon rolls topped with Coca-Cola-infused glaze and toasted nuts. Uh, they're also going to be, uh, let's see, oh, the mini churros are topped with Coca-Cola and bourbon candied bacon, sriracha aioli, and scallions. Mm. Uh, they also are going to be offering refreshing drinks like Fanta Blue Raspberry, Minute Maid Lemonade, and Coca-Cola Frozen Slushies. Of course, you can get them in an alcoholic version by adding Jack Daniels Whiskey, Bacardi Superior Rum, or Stoli Vanilla Vodka. Uh, Disney Eats has stated that ice-cold hydraulics will open soon. All right. Um, we don't have a season for that, but we no. do will be opening soon. I would be willing to bet money that it will open before the Gwendolyn Rogers Cake Bake Shop. I would agree with you. All right. Um, the One Man's Dream Theater at Walt Disney Presents in Hollywood Studios is currently closed for refurbishment. That is true. It is closed for refurbishment. We saw that this week. We were not able to go through the theater. In order to get out, you have to go back through the main entrance. Or if you're like me, you know that there is a set of double doors that take you to the exit. Some people think it's an emergency exit. But it says exit to uh, exit to courtyard or exit right. to, to guest area. 
So I just go there. Right. And uh, some people look at me like I'm crazy or breaking the rules, but I'm not. Nope. Um, one thing we did find, this is the first time, well, in a long time, actually might be the first time ever, uh, that we did the character meet and greet that is in the Walt Disney uh, exhibit. Uh, and that was a live action Ariel meet and greet. I had no idea they did characters back there. Mm-hmm. I They've just done didn't it for even a long know. Time. No idea. And there was almost no wait. I cannot right. imagine that if it were, if she were out in like some sort of an alcove or something where people could sort of see her, right. that there wouldn't have been a huge line for her. Right. But we waited. There were people t- like in with her when we got there. Mm-hmm. I think they were pretty much done. And then it was our turn. Uh, and I don't think there was anyone even behind us when we left. No, there were not. And, uh, Walt One Man's Dream, you know, a lot of people think it's a boring exhibit about Walt and there's characters back there and mm-hmm. there's film previews back there and there's fun stuff to yeah. see. No, it's a good I attraction. Just, I think it's overlooked. Yeah, it sure is. We did a lot of overlooked things, I think, on this trip because mm-hmm. we had just been in January. We did all the rides and we were there with teenagers. And uh, so anything that was a ride, pretty much we did. Right. Um, this time... You know, we didn't want to wait in long lines. We wanted to try to do some of the things that we hadn't done before. And this was the kind of thing. We did some character meet and greets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did, um, let's see, what are some of the other? We did the riverboat right. in the Magic Kingdom, which we don't usually do. We did the Nemo show at um, Animal, Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Thank you. What else did we do that we don't usually do? We did a lot of oh, stuff Oh, we did characters. the bell um, the Enchanted Story right, with Belle. Which we've never done. I mean, right. it was definitely meant for kids, but uh, it was just interesting to go in there and see some of these things that we've never taken the time to do. Right. So, yeah, it was fun. And you almost rode Mission Space for the first time. Almost, and then we forgot. Yeah, we'll get to that in March. Yeah. We had reported a little while back that Basin had moved to a temporary new location, and we can say firsthand that they are now back in their uh, permanent space. Permanent space next to the World of Disney Store uh, in Disney Springs. And speaking of Disney Springs, we had an opportunity to stop at our favorite cookie location, Gideon's oh, Bakehouse, yes. mm-hmm. and Cheryl got to taste one of the, uh, is, it a, is it the February cookie It was, a, it was a February month? cookie of the month. They have two. They have right, a, a, a strawberry, strawberry one, cookie. and then they had the Eternal Flame, which is a chocolate cookie. Um, with chocolate-covered cherries on it, and then it has, like, an ancho chili, uh, like, powder on the outside. I didn't really think that much of it. I figured it was going to be cherry-flavored, and I just sort of forgot about the ancho chili part. It's really just, like, a berry chocolate cookie Mm -hmm. with a little bit of... uh, There's a couple of chocolate-covered cherries on the top. No, it has a lot of kick. (laughs) There is a lot of kick. Uh, it's good, but it was a little um, spicier than I expected. That's right. First off, we, you, you bought that cookie four days ago. You still haven't finished it. No, it's still I got halfway through it. Yeah, in a Ziploc bag in our kitchen. I'll be finishing it tonight. But I remember when you took your first little <laughs> bite of it to taste it, you went, "Woo!" I was like, "Oh, this that's is got some kick to it." It was good, but then the more I ate it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so hot." <laughs> The Hey Disney service from Amazon is now available in all Walt Disney World resorts. That's right. They announced this way back in 2021. They started installing these devices in hotel rooms in late 2022. Uh, And according to Disney, uh, all resorts now have them. The installation has been completed. And this complimentary service uses Alexa technology on Echo devices that are themed like Mickey. Uh, you can use uh, Disney guests, Disney, Disney characters, to answer your guest questions. Uh, you can have Mickey wake you up, order room service, get the weather forecast, hear stories, play trivia, and more. Uh, in addition to Mickey, some of the other characters include Minnie Mouse, Tiana, Mater, Groot, Fozzie Bear, BB-8, Genie, and Dory. 
Um, you can also use the Hey Disney Voice Assistant on your home Echo devices. Cool. Um, I, I get every one of these except BB-8. Since BB-8 speaks in uh, squeaks and, and chirps and beeps, <laughs> I, I don't know how useful yeah, I that don't would know. be. It'd be cute, though. It would be. We'll have to use this on our trip in March. Yeah, we'll have to give it a go. Disney posted a video that shows us some details inside the new DVC cabins at Fort Wilderness. That's right. It's from the Disney Vacation Club Details We Dig, uh, and they do look at the new cabins at Fort Wilderness. Um, you know what? I don't really like them. They, they don't have the old cabins. You look like you were living in a wood cabin. Yeah. A log cabin. And these just look like a little house. I mean, I like them. I think they're nice enough, but they're, they're small compared to... Uh, I don't know. Villa. Yeah, compared to a one-bedroom villa, I would say. Um, but, you know, the thing is nice. You're out in the woods. I like it. It's, you know, it would all depend on what the price point is for it, but mm -hmm. I'm sure it's going to be high, but that's nothing new. Right. I'm, I'm just assuming it's it's got to be less than a one-bedroom villa because even though you have a bedroom, you don't get a washer and dryer. You know, you do get a stove. You do get a fridge. So you have that the same. But you're not getting a washer-dryer. Um, I think it's more of a tiny home than it is yeah. uh, I mean, a small. hotel room. Uh, so they're still very tiny. I just, uh, it takes away the charm for me. Yeah. I mean, you can sleep. So it's got the pull down Murphy bed. It's got like a queen bed and then bunk beds. So mm -hmm. you're sleeping. You're still two, sleeping four, six. six. Um, yeah. I don't know. They are what they are. They're, they're very similar to what was there before. They're very similar to the cabins. Yeah. So the story talks about the new references there's a lot of Chippendale. There's a lot of references to the old water country that mm -hmm. used to be, uh, not water country. Yeah, something like that. Uh, the original water park. There's also a lot of uh, references to some of Mickey's uh, adventures and camping from the 40s. So it's nice. It's themed well. I just, I really don't like. River country? River country. There you go. I really don't like what they've done. Okay. Well, that's your opinion. That's okay. You're allowed to have it. Moving into cruising news, the Disney Cruise Line has revealed the completed Disney Treasure Bow artwork that features Captain Minnie Mouse. That's right. She's wearing her adventure gear. Uh, Mickey, it, Mickey, Minnie is wearing a wide-brimmed hat holding a telescope uh, on the golden medallion surrounded by the filigree featuring the silhouettes of more Disney characters. Uh, with this new ship, uh, Disney promoted Mickey to Captain uh, and debuted her new Captain's Outfit. Um, but for the Disney treasure, uh, she now has a Voyager outfit as well. So uh, her, you know, she's like Barbie. She's got an outfit for everything. <laughs> um, and uh, this new entry was made in the Disney Treasure Ships log. As you know, the ship continues to be constructed over at the Meyerwerf shipyard in Papenburg, Germany. So she is due to join the fleet in December. All right, time for Cheryl's favorite part of the podcast: Woo! entertainment news. Uh, Disney Plus has released an official trailer for Iwaju. Um, all six episodes will premiere this month on Disney Plus. Iwaju is a new animated series created by Walt Disney Animation and Kugali Media, which is a pan-African British-based entertainment company. Uh, it was first announced in 2020. They did release additional, additional details in 2022. Uh, and this is the story of Tola, a young girl from a wealthy island, and her best friend Kolei a self-taught tech, self tech expert, as they discover the secrets and dangers hidden in their different worlds. Uh, so that is uh, supposed to be pretty good. Uh, the animation in the trailer was, uh, you know, kind of cutting edge, mm -hmm. uh, but it should be a fun series. Very good. 
and Iwaju means the future in the Yoruba language, and this series is uh, sci-fi, and it's set in a futuristic Lagos. Uh, so that's uh, a little more details about the show. All right. I don't know what that means, but okay. All right. If you enjoyed Goosebumps Season 1, uh, the good news is that Goosebumps has been renewed for second season at Disney+. Plus. Uh, you know, a lot of shows at Disney Plus haven't been making it past a first season, uh, but it did draw a lot of viewers. They uh, premiered with 4.2 million uh, in their first three days of availability, so they have given the show a second season as well. Good. Now, we mentioned last week that the Eras Tour concert film would debut on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know how much Taylor Swift got for that? I do because it's right in front of me. Uh, it's hard to believe, but she got $75 million. That's right, $75 million to exclusively stream on the Disney Plus website. Um, it's going to include five songs that have not been in previous versions of the movie. So if you saw it once, you're going to want to see it again. Okay. And that will debut on Disney Plus on March 15th. Uh, In more Disney Plus news, Star Wars Andor has finished filming Season 2. And that's actually going to be the end of the series. Okay. It was originally announced to be a five-season series. I guess it wasn't Uh, that successful. Well, no. What they did was the the season kicks off five years before the events of Rogue One, uh, following Cassian Andor. And Season 1 covered the first was five years before. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then what they did was they decided to make season two uh, was going to be 12 episodes and every three episodes would cover one year. Okay. So they are covering the five years prior to Rogue One. They're just doing it in a more condensed version. Because it wasn't that successful and they couldn't pull off that many seasons. That's one way of looking at it. (laughs) Maybe they just wanted to wrap things up. Why would you want to wrap, wrap up something successful? That's a good question. Okay. Now into some movie news, Marvel Cinematic Universe. We got our first look at the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer during the Super Bowl. Sort of. Sort of, yes. We watched it without sound. Well, no, my point was that um, you didn't actually see the whole trailer. You saw like a little clip and then something that said, go Go to to the trailer. Yeah, go to some other place to watch the trailer. Right. So there is a two and a half minute long trailer on YouTube uh, put out by Marvel Studios uh, that was, uh, that's right, as Cheryl mentioned, it was teased during the Super Bowl, and that is expected to hit theaters on July 26th, and that will be the only Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, film that we get this year. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, going to be a big year, and I love their first poster. Uh, it is one of those little friendship necklaces with the Deadpool and uh, Wolverine masks kind of heart-shaped and then broken up. Each, uh, yeah, they each yeah. make one half of the heart. Yeah, so it, it's going to be a fun movie. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I think the biggest news of the week from the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, was released on Valentine's Day, uh, came out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh, from, uh, I believe, Twitter, or X as the kids like to call it these days. Um, they released some Valentine's-themed art, uh, and it featured the cast of the Fantastic Four live-action movie that is uh, being made. Uh, They announced Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards, Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, Joseph Quinn as her brother Johnny Storm, and Eben Moss Bachrock as Ben Grimm. Uh, The movie is set to debut on July 25th of 2025. Uh, Considering they haven't started filming yet, that's going to be a pretty tight schedule. Yeah. Uh, So filming is expected to start soon. Uh, We all know that John Krasinski portrayed Reed Richards in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I'm not a big Pedro Pascal fan. I like him on The Mandalorian, mm. but I didn't like him in Wonder Woman. Right. Um, so we're, we're going to have to see where this goes. I'm not sure that he's the right choice to play Reed Richards 
but uh, I'm sure they will do a good job with it. I what are your thoughts so. on the Fantastic Four? I don't know much about them. I think that's one of the things that Disney's been doing well is bringing up these what I consider obscure characters. I mean, mm. you know some of the big ones, but the Fantastic Four, while they may be pretty common to someone who reads the comic books, if you don't, most people have never heard of okay. the characters. Okay. Do you know that they are considered the first family of the Marvel Universe? No. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be good to get them onto the big screen. All right. That wraps up our Disney news, so we'll go right into Universal. And in pointless news updates, uh, Shrek's Outhouse has been delivered. Perfect. Uh, that is heading over into DreamWorks land. That is going to be the kids' area that features characters from Shrek, Trolls, Kung Fu Panda, and Gabby's Dollhouse. That will open up later this year. Universal Orlando has rolled out a new popcorn bucket that is themed after the Transformers Bumblebee. That's right. Bumblebee is the newest uh, popcorn bucket. I don't know. Do you think there's like a popcorn bucket war? Like who can come up with the coolest Probably. popcorn bucket? This is a very cool popcorn bucket. He lights up too. It is. He is a yellow Autobot with silver detailing around round eyes. He is a small version of his robot form with a large head. He does not fold up into a car, but there are interactive features. Uh, he does light up. A um, little more expensive than the Disney popcorn buckets. This is $34.99. But it lights up. But it does light up. And it's so that's really cute. As cute as, as a Transformer can be. Okay. Yeah, he's got the big, it's the big head. The big head does it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Funko Pop. And it head. almost looks like he has a binky. All right. And his, <laughs> his arms and leg joints do move. He has a, a logo on his forehead that activates his light up eyes. I think it would be much cooler if he said in his robotic voice, uh, Autobots roll out. That would be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that catches it up on news from the past week. We will be back on Monday, and until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.